Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Regional Roundup. Money FM 89.3. It is now time to turn our attention to headlines from the Southeast Asia region. Elliot Danka and Timothy Go with you. The focus on Malaysia with the Malaysian Anti-Corruption Commission's latest probes. The former finance minister, Daim Zainuddin and his family. Uh, former Prime Minister Mahathir Mohamad's son, Mirzan Merhate, also. To give us some analysis on these headlines, Adip Zalkapli, Director, Bauer Group Asia. Adip, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, good afternoon. So, Adam, let's kick things off. MACC cited the Pandora and Panama Paper expose as basis for their probes. What have you heard so far? Yes, I think so far what we've heard is MACC has I think issued notices to all the suspects to declare their assets, including former finance minister Daim and also his wife. When we know that the wife was charged this week for failure to declare assets. And also we heard today that apparently the uh, Anti-Corruption Commission uh, has received the uh, go-ahead from the AG's chambers to, to even charge Tun Daim Zainuddin. But unfortunately, he has been uh, hospitalized and uh, not been able to be uh, brought to court. What's your perspective on how this is all being brought up? I mean, we know that uh, the Prime Minister Anwar is very adamant about cleaning up the country's political scene. Obviously, th- this comes with a little bit of political motive. Yes, I think we cannot deny the fact that these ongoing investigations uh, uh, and also the prosecution uh, this week politically beneficial to the Prime Minister and the government. I think I think we, we, cannot, we cannot deny that. But at the same time, I mean, if there were indeed wrongdoings even 30 years ago or 40 years ago. Uh, the Anti-Corruption Commission should not be stopped from performing its role mm. in going after you know, corrupt uh, individuals or people who have you know, breached the anti-corruption laws. But as you mentioned, Adam, this has been, you know, the papers have been out for some time now. What do you think of the timing with regards to this commencing the investigations now? Yeah, I think the well, in terms of timing, uh, the MECC, just like any enforcement agencies, I think they work in a, a mysterious way. I mean, no one, no, no one can guess when they, they will carry out the uh, investigations. But yes, the basis for the investigation, that we know, the, the Pandora Papers were released you know, uh, a few years ago, but the investigations only only carried out uh, recently. So yeah, of course. Of course, that's a, it's a valid question. Like why it wasn't investigated then under different administration, but it's only investigated now. Yeah, uh, I guess you can only you know assume that there, there was no interference uh, or any attempt to stop investigation by the current administration. Okay. So we've got probes into the former finance minister, Daim Zainuddin, and his family, and uh, former prime minister, Mahathir Mohamad's son, uh, Mirzan Mahathir. Uh, targeting these specific names from the papers, I mean, there were other figures from uh, Mr. Anwar's ministerial cabinet that were mentioned, but we haven't seen any probes there. What's your reading of the situation? Yeah, I, I, I think the um, one of those who, who were named, Tengku uh, Zafrol, had explained why he was uh, named in the paper, why why he was a director of the company, yeah. because he was then fulfilling his uh, his role as the uh, chief executive of an investment bank. Uh, so there was part of his, his role as the CEO. And I'm going to sound like defending the Deputy Prime Minister. <laughs> I believe the Deputy Prime Minister also had given an explanation to Parliament last year or two years ago 
uh, why he, he was named and he, he gave a somewhat similar explanation as, as Ben Kuzafro. He was a CEO of a public listed company and they had uh, investments abroad and they wanted to you know repatriate the return. So the option is to you know to, to have an offshore company. But um, but yeah, I think it's important to set the context that having offshore accounts are not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that a lot of bad people also use uh, offshore accounts to you know, evade taxes or to hide their wealth, you know, obtained from uh, you know from sources, yeah. uh, illegitimate sources, for example. Yeah. yeah, it's all about the optics, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, uh, the former Prime Minister Mahathir Mohamed's eldest son, uh, Mirzan, has been uh, called for questioning so far. How is his involvement in this? Yeah, the investigation, I think, is almost similar to what is being faced by uh, Tunda Ibzainuddin and, and also the wife, where he, he has been uh, asked uh, to declare uh, his uh, assets. So he's issued with a with the same notice. At this point, the investigation is only... I mean, what we know publicly is that the uh, Anti-Corruption Commission is trying to establish uh, assets owned by, by these individuals. I think so far, we do not know yet what specific activities carried out in the past that would lead to prosecution under the Anti-Corruption Act. So what we know now is they are just, Mizan is just being asked uh, to declare his assets. Okay. We're on the line right now with Adib Zalkapli, who's a director at Bauer Group Asia. I want to talk about, you know, so this isn't a really a, a fair question, but I would say it's a due diligence type of question. Some people saying MACC to conduct the probes with more fairness and transparency. How, how could this perhaps have been done better? Could it even have been done better? Well, they, uh, to be fair to MACC, I mean, they've yeah. been issuing uh, statements uh, after statements at every stage of this investigation or, or almost at every stage. But I guess to make it fairer, you know, to, in the eyes of the, of the public, is perhaps to, you know, one way is uh, to present the investigation to maybe a, a parliamentary select committee, perhaps. Okay. I think that is yeah. one way to make it fairer, a bipartisan committee, you know, with, with opposition and, and government MPs. So I guess that's one way to do it, to, to make it more transparent. They have been somewhat transparent to the public with the issuance of public statements, but I guess maybe the lawmakers on both sides need to you know, be kept in the loop on uh, what's going on. Mm. What about political impact on the Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim? Could these probes affect his uh, political image in any way? Backfire on him, perhaps? Well, I mean, it's the advantage for the Prime Minister is that these individuals who are investigated, although they are linked to the opposition, you know, Mahdi Mohammed, for example, is the advisor of the four of the opposition-controlled state governments. They are not office holders in the in the opposition bench. I mean, they're not officially part of the opposition front. So, in a way, you know, the government or the prime minister could argue that this is, you know, this is a, an independent investigation by MECC and not targeted directly at the at the opposition. So, it's. As I said earlier, it's politically beneficial for the Prime Minister because the investigations are going after his uh, political enemies. Yeah. But I don't expect it to backfire uh, simply because these individuals are not part of the opposition structure. All right. We've been speaking with Adip Zankapli, who is director at Bauer Group Asia. Adip, thank you so much for your time. Take care and have a great Wednesday evening. Thank you. Thanks for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.